Life's about choosing where you want to go and mapping out a financial path to get you there. Of course, things don't always go according to plan. An experienced financial advisor can help you avoid potential hazards and find alternative routes. The right financial advisor is not only there for the journey, but also helps you plan for what's coming. Make adjustments along the way and keep you on track to reach your specific goals. Are you on the road to success? Contact us for a complimentary review and find out. Call Kevin Frisbee at Frisbee Benefits, 800-998-5649. That's 800-998-5649. Investment advisory services are offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Coming up today, we'll take a deep dive into the top 10 mistakes people make planning for retirement. Natixis has just released a survey of advisors to find out what they see as the most common mistakes people make, and we'll offer some tips to avoid them. Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Hey, welcome in, everybody. This is Financial Safari. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddell. Joining me today, Peter Hansen of Northern Alliance Financial. He has been helping folks get to and through retirement for almost 20 years. He is a fiduciary and uh, so much more. Uh, hey, Peter, good to catch up with you again. Thanks, Steve. It's a new year. I'm glad 2022 is over. Woo, and, uh, yeah. we're, we're on to brighter horizons. <laughs> we, we're feeling that one, aren't we? Uh, it's, it's weird because you never really... Um, you know, you thought 2021 couldn't be, be couldn't you know, couldn't get worse, but it did, didn't it? It, it did, um, given of what happened in 2022, and you know, it just never stopped. The market had a couple of reprieves, um, but there was just never that shining light at the end of the tunnel where you say, "Okay, now we're in the clear." Yeah. Still, there's some turmoil in the market, but you know, I think we figured out how to deal with it. I think so too. The, you know, one of the things that you, you talk about this survey, and this is among financial advisors from around the country. Uh, uh, Nantixus is a is a financial advisor firm. Right. I mean, they're right. fairly large. And, and so they do these surveys. But I thought it was interesting the way these numbers broke down. And, and, you know, one of the big things that we've talked about, you know, endlessly, it seems, is inflation. But it's a good thing to talk about because it's, it's we've got to know how to deal with that. And again, oddly enough, that was the uh, that was the biggie for for what what you guys are hearing from clients and potential clients. That's right. That was number one on this survey. And more than anything, when folks are coming in, they're asking, uh, you know, how, what do you do to combat inflation? Of course, you know, sometimes they're afraid to be equity invested on very risky assets due to the fact that the market was downturning. But then they also just don't want to hold their assets in cash because when you're having six, seven percent inflation, you know, that's no good either. So there's got to be a happy median in there. So, but I can understand why that's number one, because that should be number one for everybody. Sure. And, and how do we how do we manage that, Peter? I mean, in terms of of just just okay so it's eight point whatever it's seven point what i mean you know those are numbers that just i mean again they kind of baffle us sometimes and, and how do we get around that what do we do well, the first key is to have your assets in different buckets, whether whether it's real estate, whether it's a fixed income bucket, you need some equity exposure and some bonds as well. But it's the allocation of those during high times of high inflation, which really makes a difference. So preparing for a high inflation environment is not something that everyone's always planning to do. What they are planning for is you know a, a downturn in the market. And you can do that with different equity exposures and different types of investments. But planning for inflation, we know it's here. So that's something 
something that we have to be mindful of. And how do we do it? Well, it's by you know having an advisor that can actually um, distribute your assets uh, in, a, in a worthwhile manner so that inflation isn't going to be hit as so hard. It's going to hit everybody, but sometimes there's things you can do to mitigate it. 800-998-5649. That's the number that'll get you started, folks, if you want to give us a call right now. Um, we're talking about things that advisors like you guys hear from clients or prospective clients in terms of what are what's facing us today. And uh, one of the things I thought was an interesting observation is that people underestimate how long they live. Is is that your experience, Peter? Yeah. Sometimes people joke about it and they'll come in and they'll say, well, before I run out of money or when I start feeling sick, I'm going to go behind the barn. We hear this more in Northern Maine, but <laughs> but we know that that's, that that's not practical and probably not what's going to happen. Um, but people do underestimate how long they're going to live. You know, it's amazing. I mean, my father's 89 years old and he had a quadruple bypass when I was five years old. Oh, my gosh. Gave him, doctors gave him 10 years to live. I'm f- turning 50 this summer. With the medications that they have now these days, people are living much longer than they expect. Just ask anyone that sells long-term care insurance. A lot of companies are getting out of selling long-term care insurance because people are living so long, which is a good thing. But underestimating how long you're going to be around, that is a – I can see why that would be number two in this survey because you have to make sure that you have provisions for your assets. What if you do live beyond 10, 20, 30 years? And and we see it happening all the time. There has to be something in there um, in in which you're not going to run out of money. When you put a plan together, let's say someone's been a pretty good saver and, and, you know, all of that. And when you put a plan together, how far? out do you go? I mean, how, you know, to, to sort of combat this? Yeah, well, I, I like to look at 100. 100, um, all right. Truly. I mean, you know, I mean, I, the surveys say and the uh, actuarials say that, you know, 83 for a male, 86 for a woman. Um, but but you don't want to plan around what the average is. You know, there's a lot of people that do a good job of taking care of themselves. I like to plan around 100. You know, life insurance companies are now planning around 110. Are they you know, really? As far as, as, far as a, a payout on whole life, sure. Because people, you know, on a whole life policy, the policy will pay out, you know, used to pay out when you would reach, reach 100. Now they had to push that to 110 because so many policy, people were living past 100. Right. Remember Willard Scott on the on the Today Show? It used to be a big deal, and he would come out and announce who turned a hundred, and, and you know he'd, right. have, he'd have a handful of people from around the country. And now it's it, you know there's more than a handful. It, it's not odd to see that now. In fact, I don't even think they highlight it because there's so many people right. that, are, that are centurions. Absolutely, yes. I like to find out what those people ate and what they did for, for work. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then, um, okay, so we're underestimating the impact of inflation. We're underestimating how long we're going to live. So let's overestimate something. And one of the things we do there is overestimate our income and where it's going to come from. Sure. Um, a lot of people or you know, one rule of thumb is to have a three-legged stool. Um, you have some equity, you have a pension, you have Social Security. Um, not everybody has that. But when it comes to estimating your income, you don't – well, one thing that detracts from that would be inflation. So inflation would take away from um, estimating a proper amount of income that you need. Mm-hmm. And, and so – but that's got to be a hard part as well. And I think sometimes that's lost on on folks that are just beginning to plan for retirement is, oh, wait, I've got to create this paycheck that's coming in every month. How am I going to do that? That's right. And, you know, that's that's where a true advisor would come in. We, we talk about fixed assets a lot. And really, that would be a portion of someone's asset going into what's called a fixed indexed annuity. I know we've talked about that many times. Mm-hmm. But for you know, I think only 12% of the population actually has pensions out there. And that's people that started at the same job 20, 30 years ago. More and more people don't have pensions. So you, you know, you want to meet with somebody that's going to be able to create that factor for you, that that defined um, benefit of income coming in no matter what happens. Um, And that's where, that's where we would come in. 
So are you seeing people and that maybe when they started at that particular job, there was a pension, and then as 401ks came into vogue, if you will, uh, those pensions were sort of bought out or, you know, that transition? Are you, are, do you find people that have part of a pension and then a 401k? Sure. It, it's oftentimes a combination. Okay. Uh, if they've been there long enough when the, the company was offering the pension, which most companies don't anymore, then no, they still have that. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of people coming in from Maine Medical Center or Maine Health here. And if they've been over in that system for long enough, they have a pension, but usually it's combined with a 403B because that's the new rule of thumb for the new employees coming in. All right. Sure enough. Yeah. And um, all right. So income, yes. Uh, now, we talk about, you know, being conservative with our investments and then being, you know, less than conservative, but being too conservative, is that something that you see or is that something that can be a problem? It's both. We see okay. it and, and it would be a problem. And that's where inflation is going to eat at that um, conservative basis. So if you're sitting in, I mean, half your investments in cash, you know, when we know inflation seven, eight percent, you know, that's that's really not a good option either. And you say, well, gosh, I don't want to necessarily go and put that in the market because the S&P was down 19 percent. A lot of people understand that and they know that. So there's other things that you can do. And that's where some of the fixed assets would come in, where you can't lose anything when the market does go down. And when the market does return, you're going to get the majority of the gains. Tell me how that works again in terms of, of I'm going to get into, uh, you know, an, an indexed annuity where I can't lose money. How does that work? Well, I'll start off by saying it's never for a, a majority of someone's asset. It'd oh, be okay. For, sure. A, just a portion. A, 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 a portion. And sometimes, you know, a good portion. But when somebody goes into a fixed index annuity, they're handing over a lump sum of money to an insurance carrier. It could be an IRA, it could be a brokerage account, it could be something that they had in CDs. They're giving that in the hands of the insurance company. The insurance company says, we guarantee you that when the market drops, you're not going to lose anything, but we're going to allow you to index this, which means you can tag it to the S&P or the Russell. Some of these insurance carriers are so big, they have indexes made specifically for them. And when the market does well, you're going to get a, a decent per, you know, participation rate. You're going to participate in those gains. And then the next year on your anniversary date, those gains are locked in. So therefore, if the market tanks on year number two, or year three, you still have what you put in. Some of these give a bonus and any interest that was added and you don't lose anything. Nice. All right. Well, again, that that seems, and I know we talk about that all the time, but to me, it's something that needs to be driven home and people understand that they can do that. And uh, then, then, you know, you you know, you know, you run into the Bernie Madoffs of the world and say, I can get you a return of 30, 40, 50 percent. Uh, <laughs> I, just, I just watched that special on Netflix. It's yeah, awful. me too. <laughs> How many people were taken advantage of. Oh, That's gosh. really, really horrible. And, you know, sometimes people are coming in overly cautious, and I shouldn't say overly cautious, but they really want to scrutinize. They really want to do their due diligence and figure out who we are, what we're about because of folks like that, that give this industry such a bad name. How, and when you watch that special, it's amazing how many times, you know, the FTC, SEC was there in front of him and they just never caught on to what he was doing. Either that or they blindly looked the other way. But so anyway, I understand why people are doing their due diligence. Um, it's also so important to meet with a fiduciary. A fiduciary Absolutely. has a different standard. Um, and that, uh, you know, one thing Kevin made sure is that we were all fiduciaries before we came on as part of this team. Sure. Northern Alliance Financial, and again, just to give folks a little background, might be used to hearing uh, Frisbee and Associates, but that, uh, again, Kevin has not moved on, but uh, but the business has, has moved on. And again, you created Northern Alliance Financial. It's the same group. It's the same, you know, same high quality stuff. And uh, you're there as a part of it and you were there before as well. 
That's right. Yeah, I've known Kevin since 2014. Um, Derek, uh, another Southern advisor here in, in our neck of the woods in the Saco area, uh, we knew him and his business was growing so substantially. He said, look, you guys are doing the same thing the same way. Um, come in, let's have a conversation. And he asked us to be part of the team, mainly from the volume of number one, this radio show and the TV show, but also just word of mouth. You know, when you're doing things the right way, that word spreads faster than any advertisement that we could put out there. Sure. 50, I think Lance said that 50% of our volume last year came from referrals. That's pretty good. Wow. That is, that's a, that's an amazing statistic. That's right. He's he's the number cruncher. He looks at all of you know where business is coming in from, how well we're doing, what the equity investments are doing, what the uh, index in- investments are doing. But he also looks to see you know of people that are coming in, what's the common denominator? Where are they coming in from? And a, one of the bigger factors was actually referrals from our current customer base. All right, Peter, we are up against the clock, so let's go ahead and invite folks to call. Come on in and, and have that conversation. It's more important than ever to make sure that you and your family have access to a fiduciary financial planning team. Our holistic planning process takes a look at your entire financial picture. We break it down to an easily understandable financial review and confirm that you have enough to last the rest of your life and also that you'll be able to have a ton of fun. That's at least what we want you to be able to do. So as a thank you for listening to the show, we'll perform a complimentary financial review of your portfolio and see if you might need a more comprehensive plan. That review begins with us listening to you. We want to know what your main concerns are, what your worries are in regards to your financial planning future, whether that's outliving your money, deciding what social security strategy to choose, recognizing the amount of fees that you're currently paying, or you want to be more tax efficient. Our advisors at Northern Alliance Financial will collaborate and put together our best ideas specific for you. And as a thank you for listening to the show today, we'll perform that easily understandable financial review completely complimentary. How can we put you in a better financial position? 800-998-5649. You'll get that comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are now, but more importantly, you'll find that you now have a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. 800-998-5649. 800-998-5649. The only constant in life is change. And with that in mind, we're sharing seven milestones to speak with your advisor about. In retirement, some people like to take it easy. Uh, Let's see, to nap or not to nap. And some people like to go, go, go. And then we went to St. Thomas, then New Orleans, then our grandson's soccer game, then for the beat of New York to Bora Bora. You know what the beauty of it is? It's your choice. Ah, live it like you want. If you have the right plan, enter Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649, 800-998-5649. Welcome back. This is a Financial Safari. Northern Alliance Financial is the company. Joining me today, Peter Hansen. Peter is a 20-year veteran, or nearly 20 years, helping folks get to and through retirement. And and so, Peter, in the in the 20 years or so that you've been doing this, you must have seen a lot of changes and and continue to change. Absolutely. Um, well, it, there was more people with pensions when I started doing this. Oh, of we course. Were, we were having more people come in um, with those. Well, gosh, the market has changed drastically. Investment style has changed. We never heard of cryptocurrency even. Well, we heard of it maybe maybe seven, ten years ago, but nobody was invested in it. No. We're still not investing people's clients' uh, assets in the crypto. But this is something that we're having conversations about every week. Um, so there has been an awful lot of changes. The market is different. You know, for the last... I want to say 10 years, the market's been on an upward trend with the exception of 2022. 
Um, we knew it was going to happen. No one knew when the market was going to go down, but you know, here it is. So for those 10 years, we've been planning um, and preparing for what's going to happen for, for the inevitable, which means, you know, the market is going to eventually, you know, drop. So we, we want to be ready for that. Yeah, absolutely. And um, so we're talking about things that um, changes in our life and things that you know, we can't, we, we've got to embrace the change. Um, and one of, sometimes we don't expect it uh, like in a job loss or a job change. I mean, that can have a, a pretty big impact on what we're doing for us in retirement. Absolutely. Um, I don't find too many people coming in and they've been at the same company for 30 years anymore. Sometimes no. it happens, um, but more so people have had six or seven, sometimes six or seven careers throughout their lifetime working in different fields. Um, and when there is a job change, oftentimes that means you might have had an employer-sponsored plan that needs, needs some attention. It's not necessarily the best idea to always leave it at your former employers. Um, speak with your advisor about that. Um, in addition to job loss and job change, marriage, divorce, loss of a spouse, these are all things that are going to happen. And I would think that if somebody already had an advisor, they would be speaking to their advisor about this. But a lot of people are going it uh, on their own. They're on the accumulation phase. They're working for a company and just contributing to their plan, contributing to their plan and figure when I retire, I'll go speak with an advisor. Well, when these things happen, it's also a good idea to get in front of an advisor. Oh, sure. Well, again, you make good sense there in terms of it's really never too early to, to get with an advisor, especially if you're, you know, you're heading into that financial red zone, we call it maybe five to 10 years before retirement that's the time to, to sit down with somebody like you, an independent fiduciary advisor, and really talk things out. Absolutely. I'll tell you one thing we're seeing a lot of, well, I've seen, maybe it's just luck, but in the last three years, a lot of folks coming in um, and they're asking for help with not only their finances, but also their parents' finances, meaning they are adult children who are starting to have to take care of their parents because one parent is ill and the other parent is already gone or something. So that's a big reason to come in and see with somebody. Now, we're not estate planning attorneys, but we can refer you to estate planning attorneys. And we don't necessarily offer every long-term care coverage to everybody, but we work with partners that do. Um, so that's something that we're seeing an awful lot. People coming in looking for help for themselves, but also looking for help. What do I do? If, right. if now I've, if I've got to pay $8,000 a month to keep my parents in a nursing home. Right. Well, exactly. That, that, Those are yeah. daunting thoughts. I mean, in terms of, because that's the kind of thing that all of a sudden we're faced with. And like you said, uh, you know, baby boomers, uh, because we're living longer, baby boomers' parents are also living longer. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And that's where it comes into play. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's that longevity risk, right? But living too long. What's worse is living too long and running out of money. So that's why you got to get in front of somebody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and one of the other things, too, is... is um, preparing for retirement. Well, again, that's what we talk about every week. But in this case, what are we talking about? Well, I'll give you an idea. When folks come in um, to visit with us, you know, they're usually bringing their statements. They want to, they want a portfolio x-ray, like we advertise on the radio and the TV, and we want to give that to them. Well, what are their statements going to do? But prior to even getting to what's in their portfolio, we're going to ask them about their budget. You know, what is their income versus expenses? And what is that going to look like once you actually pull the trigger and retire? We want to have a conversation about Social Security. We want to have a conversation about Medicare. Taxes. There's a tax ramification to every move you make in retirement. We want to have a conversation about long-term care and estate planning. We, we cover all of those bases. That's five pages of notes that we're taking before we even find out what's in their statement. Um, because our recommendation on what to do with their, with their 
actual portfolio depends upon what they're doing in these areas or if they have you know missing missing links that aren't covered so mm-hmm. there's an awful lot going into it before we even get to uh, their actual money that they have all right and and we talk about birth of a child but let me put it in a different way could there be an impact even because because you want to take care of the grandchildren and as a grandparent I understand that and and so what about the birth of a grandchild and and do you find that that grandparents are saying hey I want to do something I want to start a 529 or whatever uh, absolutely yeah that people are coming in and asking about that one note about that and I've had this a couple of times folks will come in and they say you know I really want to take care of my grandkids college and I want to do this and I want to do that and you know well the, the grandkids have parents too which also should take some of that burden um, so I guess where I'm going is I don't want folks to have the idea that they have to pay for their grandkids college if it's at the detriment of the of, of our clients retirement funds so right. there's a happy median there um, but yes grandparents love to take care of, of, of things for their kids yeah so but again a 529 really just allows you to save for college in, in, a, in a tax-free kind of way. Yes, yeah. Yeah, that's, right. what, that's what you're looking to do. Okay, sure. And then, um, boy, we talked a little bit about health care and how important that is. If something, I mean, obviously you're not going to see it coming. All of a sudden you're staring at, you know, maybe it's a stroke, maybe it's something, you know, there's any number of things, but we've got to take care of that. Yeah, you have to plan for it. Unfortunately, same reason why you're buying life insurance. You're, you're not playing on anyone, you know, predeceasing the other party, but it will eventually happen. And you, so you have to plan for these things. But and you do anything long enough, you've seen an awful lot. And you know, just Derek and I this summer, we had a, some clients coming. They were due to retire um, in it was October. Um, we had everything set up, and the gentleman um, fell off of a porch ended up hitting his shoulder and breaking his hip, having an infection in the hospital, and he passed away. And that was in no that was three months before. Oh, completely it, it was awful. And, but you know, like I said, you do things long enough you see it all. Um, but we had to obviously completely change the entire reworking of everything um, that they had planned. They didn't plan on that. But you have to plan for the unforeseen. So therefore, luckily, they had the proper amount of life insurance. They had a trust built up for the assets where upon death of one of them, um, one of the spouses, um, you know, a, a trust was immediately formed. So we had these provisions in place. It was very sad and unfortunate, but luckily we were prepared. Well, and again, obviously, they were too. And, and it's because of working with you that you were able to, you know, have the foresight to be able to say, all right, we, we need to prepare for these kinds of things. And when it happens, boy, it's it's good to know that it's there. That's right. And you know, that's part of true planning. You know, we like to ask people, what are their plans? Do they want to buy an RV or a boat? Are they going to downsize their home? Are they going to have a second home in a, in a warmer environment? That's all fun stuff. That's all the good stuff we like to talk about. But unfortunately, the conversation has to turn to, well, what if this were to happen? What if the unforeseen were to happen? And we have to make provisions for that. And most people are amenable to that. And they let us, you know, make the suggestions and go with most of the suggestions. But it's that's an exact reason of why it's so important, because so- it can happen. Absolutely, and and so if you're if you're if one of your clients will say and and they're they're, they're on track to go to retirement, do you do they consult with you to say, okay, look, at I wanna I wanna go to France, or I I'm gonna go on a cruise, or I need a new car? Do they talk with you about how that impacts their plan? Um, 
Some do. Some some don't want to get into that little detail with us, which is fine. Um, but they may say, "Look, I'm going to need an extra, you know, seven thousand dollars aside." They don't tell us what for. Say, okay, yeah, right. well, let's go. Let's go put that aside. But some people literally do. If they want to go buy a car, they want they'll literally call us up and ask us if this interest rate makes sense. Um, should they lease or should they buy? We get that often. Um, if somebody's coming into um, retirement with a mortgage, they'll say, "Should I pay that off and get it off my slate?" Well, we'll find out what the interest rate is. And sometimes, you know, if they've got a two and a quarter percent, it doesn't make sense. But this is conversations that people feel comfortable asking us because they know that we have a handle on every aspect of their finances. Sure. 800-998-5649. That's the number, folks, that can get you involved. And so as we start talking about, you know, making sure that everything is, you know, I's dotted to T's crossed, it seems like there's a lot going on when it comes to putting a retirement plan together because you've got to have that income piece as well. Um, And it doesn't have to be a daunting task because that's what you do. Well, yeah, if everybody knew how to do it, I don't think there'd be much use for us. So, well, that's right. Um, <laughs> so it's good that, you know, there are people that specialize in you know, different aspects of financial planning. Our, our you know, specialty would be folks that are getting ready to, planning to, thinking about, or are retired. Um, it's rare that somebody comes into us and, you know, they're in their 40s and they want to continue to save. Doesn't mean that we can't do it, for, but for the most part, our specialty is gearing with folks that say, "Okay, I don't know what to do at this point." How, you know, in, even coming to the question of how do I file for Social Security? You know, we assist with that. We don't get paid for that, but we assist with it because it's such an important piece to somebody's financial planning as to how they actually file for Social Security. There's a right way, and there are some wrong ways to do oh, that. Oh gosh, yeah. So we're going to cover all of that with folks. Yeah. Well, and the fact that you at Northern Alliance, you guys help help folks with Social Security, and you also have access to Medicare professionals who can help there as well. I mean, those are two big pieces that a lot of advisors want nothing to do with. It's very true. You know, a lot of folks, they're they're wary to ask, you know, what they should do with, with, let's say, Medicare. And the reason why is because oftentimes, you know, in the mail around October 15th every year, people get inundated with mail on, on Medicare because mm-hmm. that's open enrollment period, right? And it's always a company marketing that company. But true to our form, when somebody asks us about Medicare, our advisors that deal with Medicare work with every carrier available in the state of Maine and New Hampshire. So they're not beholden to one company. So they're truly working for the client. And they'll ask who their doctors are, what their prescriptions are, and their ailments. And then they'll go find a plan that makes the most sense for that client rather than trying to push you know, one particular company on the client. So that's how we try to operate on everything we do, including Medicare. All right. Well, folks, if we've uh, piqued your interest, now would be a great time to call. In fact, let's go ahead and open up the phone lines right now. It's more important than ever to make sure that you and your family have access to a fiduciary financial planning team. Our holistic planning process takes a look at your entire financial picture. We break it down to an easily understandable financial review and confirm that you have enough to last the rest of your life and also that you'll be able to have a ton of fun. That's at least what we want you to be able to do. So as a thank you for listening to the show, we'll perform a complimentary financial review of your portfolio and see if you might need a more comprehensive plan. That review begins with us listening to you. We want to know what your main concerns are, what your worries are in regards to your financial planning future, whether that's outliving your money, deciding what social security strategy to choose, recognizing the amount of fees that you're currently paying, or you want to be more tax efficient. Our advisors at Northern Alliance Financial will collaborate and put together our best ideas specific for you. And as a thank you for listening to the show today, we'll perform that easily understandable financial review 
completely complimentary. How can we put you in a better financial position? 800-998-5649. You'll get that comprehensive financial review and you'll see where you are today. But what's important is you'll then have a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. Will you be better or worse off in retirement than your parents or grandparents? When we come back, the result of a survey with some startling facts about planning for retirement. Remember that feeling on the last day of school just before summer vacation? How about that feeling you get around 4 o'clock Friday afternoons? Now multiply both of those by 100, maybe 1,000, maybe more. And that's the feeling you get just before you retire if you have the right plan. And you don't have to go it alone. You need someone to set you up with a comprehensive plan avoiding risk and pitfalls and securing lifetime income in your retirement. You need Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800 998 The original Borders Bookstore was founded in 1971 in Ann Arbor, Michigan by brothers Tom and Louis Borders. Borders was acquired in 1992 by Kmart, which had acquired mall-based book chain Walden Books eight years earlier. But Kmart had a tough time with the book division. In the Borders acquisition, Kmart merged the two companies, hoping that Borders executives would help with the struggling Walden Books. But several high-ranking Borders management staff left the company and Kmart executives to deal with the problems of an even bigger company and increasing competition from Barnes & Noble and Crown Books. Facing its own financial issues, Kmart spun off Borders and a highly structured stock purchase plan. The newly formed company was initially called Borders Walden Group and by the end of the same year renamed simply Borders Group. In 2003, Borders had 1,249 stores using the Borders and Walden Books names. There were also international stores as well. The last year that Borders made a profit was in 2006. Its yearly income dropped by $1 billion over the next four years. On November 5th, 2009, Borders announced it would close some of its Walden bookstores in an effort to improve the profitability of its specialty retail operations. By January 2010, 182 stores had been closed. On February 16, 2011, the company announced that it had filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection. The company also announced the liquidation and closing of 226 stores. A United States bankruptcy judge approved a petition to liquidate. This resulted in the company converting their Chapter 11 case to Chapter 7. On July 22, 2011, Borders started closing its remaining 399 stores with a phased rollout. Business operations ceased in September 2011. Former rival and the current second largest chain of bookstores in the United States, Books a Million, had made a bid to acquire 30 to 35 stores and their assets on July 19, 2011, the day liquidation was approved by the courts. The two sides, however, were unable to come to an agreement suitable to all parties. Books a Million later resurrected its offer to buy portions of Borders Group, purchasing the leases for 14 stores in primarily New England and Pennsylvania. Borders USA closed the doors of its remaining stores on Sunday, September 18, 2011. The Borders online store closed on September 27, 2011. A banner then appeared on their website, allowing users to browse, but directed them to Barnes & Noble to complete their purchases. 
we're back on Financial Safari. Northern Alliance Financial is uh, the company. Peter Hansen is here today, and uh, and so we. It's kind of fun for me doing this show, uh, Peter, because I get to talk to you. I get to talk to Lance. I get to talk to Derek. I mean, there's there's it's it's a really interesting way for folks to get to know you in a different way, and I think that's really good. It is. Um, there was one you left out, Jeremy. He's oh, newer Jeremy. on the team. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's newer on the team. I think he was with Kevin a couple of years ago, um, went off, did his own thing and found his way back. Okay. Um, so we're, we're glad to have him. We've got a newer office um, up in the Lewiston, Auburn area. In fact, we moved from Lewiston to Auburn. It's a pretty large facility, still waiting for some of the furniture. So we've got the old furniture in there now, um, but it's a large facility. And of course, we moved from the Social Security building here in Saco over to 190 Main Street, right across from Rapid Rays on the second floor. We still haven't even had our sign out front yet, but oh, wow. that's where we're located, right on Main Street. Right. And and again, I hear you have a view of, of a beautiful waterway. Oh, that would be in Auburn. Yeah. If you pull the chair over by the window and stand up on it, okay. you can see the water from Auburn. Yeah. So Lance has been, Lance has been uh, just joking with me about that then, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah. You can see the water. But yeah. I can't say you can't. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Well, let's jump into this. You talk about what better or worse than our grandparents or our parents. And I think, you know, we think about what it was like for my grandparents and I you know, watched them retire. And, and I mean, I was a kid, obviously, but but again, it seems so simple then, uh, you know, like you said many times, you retire, you got that three-legged stool, you got your savings, you got your Social Security, you got your pension. Okay, that's retirement. Let's go. It was simple. It was simple back then. I look at my parents and my father's 89, my mom's 87. Both of them have a pension. Well, I should say my mom's still on my on my father's pension, but that's how it was. You know, you had your retirement planned out, social security, pension, and any other things that you had. And usually it was probably just a little bit of savings. But gosh, you know, Wall Street convinced, you know, companies that the best way to go is a 401k. So that all changed. And that was about 40 years ago. But um, that's the way, that's where we are now. So things have changed drastically. Sure. And, uh, you know, one of the things that uh, we talk about is the aging population. There's some interesting statistics. Go through those for me, would you? Yeah. In 1950, there were 205 million people over the age of 60. Okay. In, 20, in 2017, there were almost 1 billion people over the age of 60, nearly five-fold increase. In 2050, it's estimated the group will comprise 2.1 billion people, according to the United Nations Project. So That's worldwide, obviously. The population, yeah. It's worldwide, and the population's growing drastically. You know, we, we were just talking about Medicare in the last segment. Um I have to go through the Medicare training along with the other advisors. And every year for the last three years, we hear that over 10,000 people a day in the U.S. are turning 65. Yeah. Wow. Huh? Yeah. And that that hits all aspects of Social Security, Medicare, retirement planning. So there's a big need for investment advisor reps. But that's a lot of people, you know, within that are retiring. That baby, boom, baby boomer generation is, you know, they're done with work. Right. And, and again, that's, like you said, that's not, there's no end in sight to that anytime soon. I mean, they say, what, it's going to be another, what, 10 or 15, 20? I forget what the number is, but it's a long time. Yeah, it is a long time. And right, there, there's no end in sight. People are living longer. There's more need for folks to understand what it is, what their options are in retirement than ever before. Well, that brings up, to, that brings to my mind anyway, you talk about Social Security. It's like, okay, so if, because the, because Social Security is a pay-as-you-go system, if we have fewer people in the workforce and more people retired, isn't that a problem or can that yeah. be a problem? <laughs> yeah, I think everybody knows that's a good problem. More often than not, people are coming in saying, look, Pete, I'm not counting on retirement. Well, I, I tell them, I think you can count on retirement given that you're yeah. counting on Social Security. You can count on it, but maybe your kids might need some other provisions right. in place. And yeah. then that becomes their problem. 
that's right. So, well, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of ideas being tossed around. One was that they're going to pay 77 cents on the dollar coming in the next, was it 2030? Mm -hmm. Then they're going to go to 73 cents on the dollar. And there's all these things going around. I'm not sure if they're going to borrow from something else to put it in the social security system. Um, And it's too bad because it doesn't have to be this way. Uh, But there are more people retiring than there are people working and and contributing to the system. So something needs to be done. Well, and again, with social security, I mean, it it becomes certainly a big discussion. But I mean, you... And I don't care what side of the political aisle you're on. If I'm a politician, I'm not going to mess with Social Security. I'm not going to cut anything if I, if I don't have to, right? Not if you want to be reelected, right? Exactly, because that's what it's all about. Shouldn't be that way, but yeah. unfortunately it is. A lot yes. of people, they don't they don't have faith in the government. And again, on both sides of the aisle, like you say, Steve. Yeah. The, um, <laughs> and I like this because I know people like this. I got friends. Well, it doesn't matter. I don't care. I'm not going to retire. I'm just going to work until I die and just leave it at that. Yeah. But that isn't really a healthy way to look at things, is it? No, and it doesn't always work out that way. Sometimes you physically can't go out to work anymore. So you you have to constantly plan. Um, And if you don't know what you're doing yourself, go at least talk to to somebody, talk to an attorney, talk to an advisor, because working till you drop debt, it's just not a plan that you can actually rely on. Some people do continue to work in retirement. In fact, we encourage it, but we say, you know, work because you want to at something you want to do rather than work because you have to. So let's start planning so that, you know, when you it is retirement age, you can go and volunteer. You can go and do it as you want, need to do um, to, just to have a reason to get up in the morning because those that have a reason to get up, they stick around the longest as opposed to those that just sit on the couch. But yeah, you, you want to have a plan in place. Well, I mean, so Peter, when when folks come in and, and they're talking about, you know, okay, I've got to retire and, and working and, and all of that, um, how, how do you how do they get reassured that, okay, this, this whole retirement thing, it can work, but again, it has to start obviously before the day you retire. Yeah, but pretty much everybody has the same question when they come in. And that is, do I have enough money to retire? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, there's, no, there's not a fee to sit and meet with us for folks that are coming in from the radio show, the TV show. And sometimes it takes two to three, sometimes four appointments before we can actually make that determination. We have to look at what their plans are in retirement. What is their budget need? How you know what is the assets that they have? Where are they placed? And how well are they positioned for another downfall in the market? Um, so there's an awful lot to it. More often than not, even if somebody isn't in the best shape, they're glad they came in because now we can put provisions in place to go ahead and make it so that they can retire. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think, you know, we talked a lot about pensions earlier. And, and so when it comes to a pension, if I think about my grandparents again, and, and I don't think they they even had a remote anything about how, you know, how to, what to invest. They didn't have to, right? Because they had the pension, they had the Social Security, they had whatever they had saved, which is some, but, you know, would you agree? I would agree. In fact, it, it, Folks that are coming with pensions, they know what their pension will pay out on certain years if they elect to retire. But that's really all they know. Mm-hmm. If they have assets on the outside, because they haven't been thinking about it, because those that are lucky enough to have a pension, um, that was already planned for them. Uh, but folks that don't have a pension, and more and more folks don't that are coming in, um, there has to be some sort of guidance given to them to show them what to do. You know, I can't tell you how many times people are coming in and they're not contributing enough to their 401k or their 403b. In fact, not even getting the entire company match. And that's a shame because that's free money that they're leaving on the table. So, and that's too bad because I think that's advice that should be coming from the employer. Right. 
and and again, so with Secure Act 2.0, I know we talked a little bit about that at the uh, before we started the show, but that is making a that ultimately will make a very big difference in terms of of how people really get to retirement. And I think a lot of Secure Act 2.0 uh, is is really positive, don't you? I do. Um, a lot of people coming in and they're they're worried about the RMD that they have to take at seventy two. Well, and let's see, starting in twenty twenty three, right now, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, they can wait till seventy uh, till till seventy three and to age seventy five in two thousand thirty three. So they're increasing the age, which is nice. But on the other, uh, one of the other key provisions of the Secure Act two point um, is that they're increasing the contributions that you can put, contribute to your IRAs, um, and they're changing an awful lot about things uh, with regard with regards to RMDs and four hundred one ks as well. So it's because also I, the benefit. Well, yeah, and so also a part of that Secure Act two point was that I guess between sixty and sixty four, you can now contribute even a bigger chunk of money. Then if you're just right. over 50, right? Because just over 50 is, you know, you hit 50, that's where you get to catch up. But then now 60 to 64, I think it is, is, is you, it's like another $10,000, right? That's exactly right. 60 to 63, it'll okay. be increased to the greater of 10,000 or 50% more than the regular catch-up contribution. Boy, yeah, if, you've got the, if you've got the money, what a great way to catch up. It is. It's fantastic. It's not taking into account Roth conversions, but just the mere fact that you're able to contribute that tax-free is fantastic. Sure. So let's talk about, uh, we talked about life expectancy and, and how we are living longer. And I think as we live longer, a lot of folks want to stay in the house. Is that always a good idea or is it always a bad idea or does it is it just depend I, it, i'd say it definitely depends you know some people need that that medical care where staying in the home you know may not be the best case scenario but for the most part people want to stay in home because that's they're going to live longer they're in their familiar surroundings they can have their family come and visit them a heck of a lot easier than going into facilities so obviously sometimes you know institutionalized or facility is, uh, is necessary um, but for the most part people do want to stay in their home and there's ways to do it um, you have to start planning. You're going to start planning early um, to make sure that there's going to be some money set aside to go ahead and, and pay for that, whether it's going to be a policy or it's going to be just some assets that you have stashed away. But yeah. Okay. Uh, 800-998-5649. In fact, why don't we just, uh, we're, boy, we're up against the clock already, Pete. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and take a quick break. Come on back and continue. Uh, we'll be right back. It's more important than ever to make sure that you and your family have access to a fiduciary financial planning team. Our holistic planning process takes a look at your entire financial picture. We break it down to an easily understandable financial review and confirm that you have enough to last the rest of your life and also that you'll be able to have a ton of fun. That's at least what we want you to be able to do. So as a thank you for listening to the show, we'll perform a complimentary financial review of your portfolio and see if you might need a more comprehensive plan. That review begins with us listening to you. We want to know what your main concerns are, what your worries are in regards to your financial planning future, whether that's outliving your money, deciding what social security strategy to choose, recognizing the amount of fees that you're currently paying, or you want to be more tax efficient. Our advisors at Northern Alliance Financial will collaborate and put together our best ideas specific for you. And as a thank you for listening to the show today, we'll perform that easily understandable financial review 
completely complimentary. How can we put you in a better financial position? Hey, folks, there it is. A great way to be able to, you know, uh, uh, to, to review your individual circumstances. That's what Pete and the team at Northern Alliance Financial will do for you with no cost, no obligation. You can find out how much risk you're taking. What about any red flags that could be potential problems for you moving forward? How about how much you're paying in fees or commissions? Do you know about potential tax liability? That's the one of the one of the things that Northern Alliance Financial can really help you with is understand the taxes and how that impacts your retirement. Finding security in a lifetime retirement and income plan that includes maximizing your Social Security. You heard Pete earlier. A lot of folks aren't maximizing that the folks at Northern Alliance Financial can help you get there. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. Now we're going to go into questions from the folks of Maine and answers from the Northern Alliance Financial. He's letting the clock run out on his Social Security to age 70 for maximum benefits. And here comes the Roth conversion. He's locked in for income for life. He's got some outstanding coaching with that annuity plan. He's created his own pension as well. And it looks like he's going to go all the way. Play your best retirement game. Call Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee. 800-998-5649. 800-998-5649. It's your go-go years. So let's get going with another retirement road trip. Ah, yes. Let's head to the beach. Let's go to the Crystal Coast in North Carolina, an 85-mile stretch of coastline with coastal resorts and Soundside and intracoastal waterway ports. Let's start at Moorhead City. More head once the home to the bald is beautiful convention great restaurants and shops and schedule your fishing or scuba diving trip who knows what you'll see because the coast of north carolina is known as the graveyard of the atlantic cross the bridge from moorhead city to atlantic beach and one of the first things you'll see is four corners diner it's a must for breakfast hit the circle a big public beach access area with restaurant shops and a great dive bar the Tackle Box Tavern. You have to visit one of the coolest little towns in America. That's Beaufort. History meets waterside dining. Walk along the waterway, stop for a meal, check out the luxurious yachts docked there, shop in a quaint historic town. And for real history, you can visit the old burial ground, weathered tombstones dating back to the early 1700s. You'll find the grave of the child who died at sea and was buried in a keg of rum. Visitors still leave toys at the child's grave. There's even a cemetery tour app you can download. What? Move on? No, I know I'm not the only one who likes to visit old cemeteries. Okay, well then let's head to Fort Macon State Park on Bogue Banks near Atlantic Beach. You can tour the fully restored fort, site of the 1862 Battle of Fort Macon. It's made up of 2,379,546 bricks, more than any other U.S. fort. What now? Oh, enough history. Ready to go back to the beach again? Well, let's head to Emerald Isle, western end of the Bogue Banks. Spend the day on the beach and catch some great music at night at your favorite food joint or come in September for the Emerald Isle Beach Music Festival. And when you're at the Crystal Coast, you can take a boat or ferry to Cape Lookout, climb the lighthouse, and visit the aquarium at Pine Knoll Shores. That, believe it or not, is just a taste of things to do when you visit the Crystal Coast of North Carolina. Yes, vacationing again. And when you get the right retirement plan, you're really on your own eternal vacation. 
we're back on Financial Safari with uh, Peter Hansen. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Pete has been uh, helping folks for better than 20 years. He is a fiduciary. I like this part. You're a published poet. I like that. Oh, <laughs> I didn't realize that was still on my bio. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why not? So you you are involved in the community, though, too. That's the, that's one of the things I really like about you guys. You know, when talking with, with Lance or even Kevin, you guys are involved in the communities that you live in. I mean, you're committed. That's that's such an important piece to this puzzle. Yeah, it's the advice that we would give to people when they retire as well. You want to stay active. You need a reason to get up. It's not just all about work um, and then family. There, you have to get active and stay active within the community. Number one, you're networking. You're making an, all, an awful lot of friends, but more so you're making an impact and you're contributing. I think that's important. That's one sure. thing Kevin always wanted to make sure that we were we were active in the community. Do you spend time with people on that, that sort of mental aspect, that sort of, uh, you know, okay, we've got to take care of your mind as well as your body and the money? I mean, those, that combination is really the, the full package. Yeah, it's definitely part of our conversation. Um, you know, I, I, and here I am, I'm 50, and I'm going to be making recommendations to a 65-year-old about what they should be doing with, you know, with their time. But when you're in this industry and you've seen the best in people, you've seen the worst uh, of, of what happens when you don't prepare, we're going to let folks know what is advisable. And part of that is staying active. I mean, my sisters and I have my father doing Sudoku every day. He's 89 years old, but sure. he's still pretty sharp. You know, so you've got, you've got to have all your faculties and the brain's a muscle, just like anything else. The more you use it, the stronger it stays. Right. Boy, I would be, I'd be sitting there forever with Sudoku. That's not a, that's not my thing at all. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, it's 800-998-5649 is uh, the number to call. And we've got some questions here from listeners. Let's go ahead and jump into these before we run out of time. Pete, uh, we are going to hear from Dan in Auburn. Uh, Dan says, how do I pick an advisor and how should a financial advisor be paid? Great questions. That is a good question. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of folks out there that, that call themselves financial professionals or advisors or financial advisor. You, you want to do some due diligence and you, you can do either a broker check. You can find out um, from word of mouth who these people are. Look them up online. Um, their Bureau of Insurance has a wealth of information. But how to pick an advisor, I think, carefully. I'm under the, the belief that an advisor should be a fiduciary. That's a oh, legal yes. and financial obligation to the consumer where we can only make a recommendation to you if it is, in fact, in your best interest. The license we have is a Series 65 Investment Advisor Rep license. Um, I've, we all have that license for that exact reason. It's, it's, it's the fiduciary responsibility that comes with the job. Well, um, you know, I mean, again, it's like most people want to do the right thing, but I mean, and you do too, whether or not you're a fiduciary, you're doing the right thing. But because you are, I know for a fact, you got my back. You're looking out for me, not for you, but for me. That's the number one rule is that we can only make a recommendation if it's in fact in the consumer's best interest. Um, but so I think uh, Dan asked how an advisor should be paid. Oh, yeah. there, there are different ways an advisor can be paid. Some advisors collect what's called an assets on a management fee, which would be a percent of assets that they're managing. Um, I have a friend who is an independent advisor and he charges um, just a flat fee. He says, okay, I'll meet with you every four months and I'll charge you $1,500 a year or $2,000 a year to do that. And he doesn't actually manage your assets. He shows 
them what to do with their funds. And, you know, with that license that we have, we can do things different, uh, different ways. But for the most part, we're, we're going to take an assets on a management fee um, when we're dealing with securities. But these are all questions that are fair to ask, folks. When you, when you talk with an advisor, ask them. Those are the, and I know it's not the most comfortable thing to ask, but it's your money that we're talking about here. And, and you need to understand that and understand where, you know, where your advisor is getting his. I mean, you know, you work, I mean, you know, it's your job. You're going to get paid. That's right. And if you don't know that from your advisor, then maybe they're not a fiduciary because that, <laughs> they need they need to be disclosed. That's one of the big forms that we have to disclose with our clients. How are we getting paid and what does that look like? 800-998-5649. All right, let's move on. We've got Kirk in Cape Elizabeth. Uh, Kirk's wondering, he says, I'm almost 40. And between my wife and I, we have about 300000 in different retirement accounts. Our combined income is 160000 We save 20% a year currently. Retirement is something I've always been anxious about because I grew up without a lot of money and have older relatives in their late 60s who have never been able to retire or get stuck working menial jobs to afford groceries. My goal is to be able to walk away from work at 62 if I want. You think it's possible? Well, he's very organized and he's certainly on the right track. You know, he's got at least, I would say, probably another, you know, 20, 25 years left mm -hmm. to work. Sure. Um, they've got a decent little nest egg stashed away. Um, sounds like he's making all the right moves. He might change his mind when he reaches age 62, especially if Medicare still stays at age 65, because what do you do for health coverage between 62 and 65? Um, Cha-ching! <laughs> yeah, well, that's like, something a lot of people aren't thinking of. They say, my gosh, I'm eligible for Social Security. Here I go. I'm going to go retire. Well, you can, but unless you have a spouse that's carrying coverage for you that might be older than you, um, you know, that's something that you have to take into account of is, is health care. We're back to the our first segment that we spoke about. Mm -hmm. Kirk, there you go. 800-998-5649 is the number. Um, all right, we've got Meredith in Bitford. Meredith's wondering, she said, this is a long question, but I like it. She says, I honestly have no idea if I'm saving enough, not enough, too much. I don't include inheritance as my planning because I view that as someone else's money that they have the right to spend down completely. I'd rather be surprised and grateful than plan on something I don't receive. Now, part of what added to the confusion in my case is the old adage, you should budget 80% of your pre-retirement salary in retirement. Now, that seems high to me. Am I going about this the right way? And can you help me sort it out? <laughs> Yeah, that is a mouthful. Yeah, that's right. Um, Meredith, I believe it was. Yes. It'd be a good idea to have Meredith come in. Um, but I like the idea of planning for 80%. You might as well plan ahead. 80% um, of your pre-retirement salary in retirement. I like that. Um, it depends on what your plans are in retirement. Again, we have to go back to what's Meredith's budget. You know, what is her social security payment going to look like? Does she have a pension? Does she have real estate investment? So all of these things come into play. It's, it's good that she's asking the right questions, but I think it would make sense for Meredith to get down and get in front of somebody who can help her facilitate the future. Yeah. Sure. And and again, that's the th Well, I mean, I don't know if she's married or what her what her situation is. A lot of unknown. Yeah, a lot of unknown. But at the same time, there are women in particular need more help than men, especially a single woman, wouldn't you think? I'm not going to. No, I'm married. So I'm not going to say women need more help. I'm saying women plan better. So an example, I'm a financial advisor. My wife does all the books at home. She takes care of everything. I, <laughs> I'm not kidding. Wonderful. When I used to sell health insurance, she was the one that provided up for our health insurance. She's the one that planned it out. They plan better. They're more cautious. You know, life insurance costs less for women because they're smarter. 
because they actually plan better. They do less stupid things than guys do. One of the things <laughs> okay, that, I'll give you that. <laughs> one of the good things they do is they plan. So I, I'm not going to go down the road that they need more help. They just aren't asking the right questions. They're just asking. All right. I like that. Meredith, there you go. 800-998-5649. Let's see. We got time for another one. Uh, Victoria, this time in gray. She says, I retired at the end of 2022, but still have room within the 2022 annual contribution limit to contribute towards my Roth. I'll not be earning income in 2023. Now, can I still contribute towards that 2022 limit? That's a good question. It is a good question. And in short, I would say the answer is yes, because um, as long as she hasn't filed her taxes yet this year, she has until the deadline for filing her taxes to make that 2022 contribution, even though we're in 2023. Okay. That's a good thing yeah. for folks to remember too, especially if you want to get that tax break. And if you haven't maxed out that uh, the uh, IRA, I mean, you know, that's that's six grand. You could pop in there and make a big difference in the old tax returns. That's right. I'm very encouraged with the new rules from the Secure Act 2.0. It's really going to help people save. How so? I'm not sure if well, I'm not sure if the government's doing it for their benefit or for our benefit, but with everything that I've read, it looks like it's going to be to our client's benefit. Um, well, I think so, too. And I also think it'll benefit the government as well. But yeah, yeah well, there's got to be a reason to. for them doing it. Because yeah. <laughs> you got to ask what's in it for them. <laughs> Right. And if you don't know what those, um, you know, you can look them up. If the, the new rules, the new laws, the new contribution limits, uh, nope, or just give us a call. You. Yep. Just, or just give us a call. Give us a call. Exactly. 800-998-5649. And you have got, I noticed on the website, you've got uh, a lot of um, um, workshops scheduled pretty much through uh, the middle of this year already. We do. Derek and I are planning some of the workshops down in the Saco area. Some will be at the Saco Library. We've got some coming up at the Doubletree Hotel. Um, these will be posted on the website. And of course, um, let's see, Lance and Jeremy have many uh, up throughout the Auburn, Lewiston. I believe they're doing one in Brewer. So check the website out. Give us a call um, and we'll get you scheduled for those. Again, that's complimentary. It's free education. Nothing's being sold. No one's walking out of there with a timeshare in Costa Rica. It's all about just free education. Come on in. <laughs> let's have a chat. <laughs> I like it. Well, folks, if you want want to find that website, it's very simple. Just visit nafinancialadvisors.com, nafinancialadvisors.com. That's all been switched over now, so uh, there you go, right? That's a great That's website, right. by the way. I mean, it was always good when it was Frisbee and Associates, but you guys have kind of buffed it up a little bit. Well, with the change of the name and the addition of the new locations, you know, we've had to we had to go into it and say, you know, wouldn't it be better if it was like this or had this um, listed everything that we're doing for workshops, et cetera. So mm -hmm. it's gotten some needed attention um, and uh, it's, a, it's a good wealth of information. You know, all of our bios on there, you can check us all out. You'll see that everyone's a fiduciary. Um, but go ahead, visit the website because we spent a good amount of money on it. So yeah. go, go take a look. <laughs> take a look indeed. NAfinancialadvisors.com. NAfinancialadvisors.com. That's the website. And again, uh, uh, Pete, this has been a great show. Let's go ahead and invite folks to call one last time today. It's more important than ever to make sure that you and your family have access to a fiduciary financial planning team. Our holistic planning process takes a look at your entire financial picture. We break it down to an easily understandable financial review and confirm that you have enough to last the rest of your life and also that you'll be able to have a ton of fun. That's at least what we want you to be able to do. So as a thank you for listening to the show, we'll perform a complimentary financial review of your portfolio and see if you might need a more comprehensive plan. That review begins with us listening to you. We want to know what your main concerns are, what your worries are in regards to your financial planning future, whether that's outliving your money, 
deciding what social security strategy to choose, recognizing the amount of fees that you're currently paying, or you want to be more tax efficient. Our advisors at Northern Alliance Financial will collaborate and put together our best ideas specific for you. And as a thank you for listening to the show today, we'll perform that easily understandable financial review completely complimentary. How can we put you in a better financial position? 800-998-5649. 800-998-5649. You'll get that financial review with no cost, no obligation, and you'll walk out the door with a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. 800-998-5649. Peter, as always, a pleasure to talk with you, and, and the information is always so good, and uh, this show goes by so fast because you guys are so good. Well, thanks for the kind words, Steve. Um, it's a little daunting being on the radio sometimes, but it's important. You know, I think it's important that we get the message out, that we let people know that this is available to them. No cost, no obligation to come in and sit down with one of us. You know, I know some advisors that actually charge for this consult. I know some planning attorneys that actually charge for that consult, but we're not going to. Come on and have a free conversation, have a cup of coffee. If we can't help you, we'll point you in the right direction. Investment advisory services are offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is intended for informational and educational purposes only. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein are those of the individual speakers and not necessarily those of Foundations and its affiliates. The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell any securities or represent an express or implied opinion or endorsement of any specific investment opportunity, offering, or issuer. Any discussion of performance or returns is not indicative of future results. Any mention of rates and guarantees provided by insurance products and annuities are subject to the financial strength of the issuing company, not guaranteed by any bank or the FDIC. Each individual investor situation is different, and ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Foundations only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. A Roth conversion may not be suitable for your situation. The primary goal in converting retirement assets into a Roth IRA is to reduce the future tax liability on the distributions you take in retirement or on the distributions of your beneficiaries. The information provided is to help you determine whether or not a Roth IRA conversion may be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Please review your retirement savings, tax, and legacy planning strategies with your legal or tax advisor to be sure a Roth IRA conversion fits into your planning strategies. Alternative investments are often complex, speculative, and illiquid investment vehicles that are not suitable for all investors and are typically only available to accredited investors who meet certain minimum financial requirements. No legal or tax advice is provided. Always consult with a tax professional. All rights reserved.